0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tarabuster with comedian Tara Devlin.
1: All right, what is happening? I'm doing a show. We're doing a show. What's going on? This is Tara Devlin, unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. Here's Booty. Booty is coming over. And, yeah, we meet here every Friday evening at this time in the vicinity of 8.30-ish p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, This show is rebroadcast on Progressive Voices at 6 p.m. on Sunday. I apologize for not being able to do a weekday show. This has been a week. It's had its ups and downs and... Whatever. It's been tough. I'm actually, I almost called in sick tonight on my own show, but because I had a hard day yesterday, I guess I should tell you. About, but I just, I mean, I, I, I don't know if you saw. So far, uh, so okay. So there were some cats. You know, you guys know I do uh, TNR, trap, neuter, return, and I volunteer for animal rescue organizations. And there were a few cats that needed to be TNR'd, and I I trapped them, but they they were older kittens, and th- I felt bad. I wanted to see. I wanted to bring them home. They they were a little older, you know. Usually, you can you should only um, socialize them with. It's I think it's an eight to twelve week window. But I, they were a little older. They're about three months, and I, I wanted to give them a shot, so I took them home, and they're doing wonderful. Oh, that's Booty. She just knocked something over. Jesus Christ, she's moving everything. She's, she's the grip. She's the grip. Booty, what are you doing? Stop. Here she is. <laughs> Will you please stop it? She's got the Tara Jr. Jr. disease as soon as the show starts. What are you doing? I wish I had something to throw her. To distract her. Stop. She's like pulling on the camera. This is insane. So, anyway, to make a long story short, they're doing wonderful. They are older kittens, They're about three months, the vet said, but they're really great. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of, I guess it's genetics, they say. They seem to be, uh, they're not as angry. You know, you guys remember when I had Spicy, Salty and Spicy, which who are now named Spicy and Louise, and they, I mean, they kicked my ass. They were rather uh, aggressive in the beginning, and... But these guys—they're already eating out of my hand. I'm picking them up. They're—they're they're gonna be wonderful pets for someone. So I'm glad I gave them a chance. But they—but this—the other thing was, it was—I guess it was good that I didn't do the show because yesterday I got a call from someone who um, told me that one of the community cats wasn't. Wasn't doing well and ended up. Uh, and it's a, it's one of the cats that I've been taking care of for the past seven years. And anyway, he passed away. So, and I'm very upset. <laughs> okay, stop. Woo, woo, woo. I know I shouldn't talk about it, but I wanted to tell you what was going on. And um, yeah, ah, maybe when I feel better, I'll tell you about him. When I'm not going to break down. Okay, so that's what happened. So I just, so today I've been kind of thinking about life. So, uh, and I thought, should I call in sick for the show? I, and who, who cares, right? You guys care. Do you care? That's why my brain is broken tonight. So, uh, let's, let's do some show, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was laughing when I said comedian Tower Devil. I'm like shit. I'm uh, not very funny right now. Uh, it's okay, you know. Grief is a real thing, and and it, I don't know. I'll talk about it when I'm feeling uh, like less blubbery. So okay, where do we begin? Let's all right. I just wanted to share that, so you know why um i look like this and i also i wanted to thank actually so today i was um when i was sitting around thinking what's the point of of everything um i did i received some very generous donations from charlie for uh, the show and for john and marty who are the new cats who will who will Probably, be um, settled in their forever home sooner rather than later because they're doing so well, and it, it, it actually came just in the nick of time. Frankly, not just the money itself and the donation itself, but the, um, yeah, the validation. So thank you, Charlie. I, I appreciate it uh i can't even i don't even know what else to say i really appreciate it just i i thought okay it does matter we're doing the show it matters all right listen 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 thank you jim for your super chat okay and now hopefully if you're listening on progressive voices i hope you i don't know don't tune tune away Let's uh, okay, so where do I want to begin? There's so many things I, I always say, you know, it sucks to be right because I'm always right. I hate to say that. I sound like Trump when I say that, but it's true. I mean, I'm not always right in in all things, but I mean when it comes to unpacking the Republican party i'm I'm right. For example, um, their, uh, everything that they, uh, every, well, for example, let's say, let's put it this way um, DeSantis, you know, the flavor of the month. Well, how, how long ago, uh, from the beginning, I was talking about how he's a flash in the pan. He's just the latest of their saviors, the, the Great White Hope. Of the Republican party, who will be their their leader right it we've been through this before. It's always one it's always some flash in the pan, not ready for prime time, and that's DeSantis. he's a horrible person but and uh, but that's the thing since these since you know, for time immemorial they've progressively gotten worse, the Republicans. And, I mean, when I when I think about Bobby Jindal, I long for those days, because at least he was pretending to be human, right? Being a disgusting cretin who is inhumane, that is the Republican way now. That's all they have. And I have to tell you i was when I was watching the corporate media, and uh, you know me in the corporate media i I was pleasantly surprised when I think it was I'm trying to remember who it was. It was one of these lawyer women that they have on who I really like her Joyce Vance, I think it was. let me look her up. if I see her face. I don't think it was her though Joyce. Vance. No. She has dark hair. Anyway, she was saying... Because um, they were discussing the Trump supporter and... Supporter. I wish there was only one. Supporters and they... Yes. It was Joyce Vance. Exactly. I'm looking at her picture now. So they, the corporate media pundits were discussing the Trump supporters and how some of them... They, they like Trump's, uh, they like the Trump show. And then, uh, no, this is how they were saying it, that they like um, what they get out of supporting Trump is the, the cult, obviously, the sense of community. But also then there are some that say, I like his policies. I wish he would stop everything else you know, stop being indicted 96 times, I suppose, at this point. Or in the back in the day, it was, oh, I like his policies, but I I wish he would stop tweeting. That's what we kept hearing from these right-wingers. But, and Joyce Vance, I, I appreciate that she, when they went to her, she said, Please, I just want to begin by saying that I'm tired of of hearing the Trump supporters say, I like his policies. I wish he would stop doing this, that, or the other thing because I like his policies. He has no policies. That's the truth. And I was like, thank you, Joyce. This is the first time I heard that on the mainstream media. He doesn't, the, the Republicans have no policies. What are their policies? Hate. Division, oh, we know what their policies are. It's targeting minority groups. It's dividing people. Of course, it's the coup. It's lying. They haven't stopped lying. They continue to spread the big lie in the face of 96 indictments. It's about goddamn time, by the way. As far as these indictments are concerned, it's about time what what took them so long what took Merrick the meek so long well we know because they were afraid sickening how they allowed this this scumbag to run rampant over our society and it's a joke the whole thing is a joke that they they want to uh what well, what well, the latest one of the latest disgusting uh antics you know we have a right to a speedy trial and the and trump's lawyers said they can't be ready until what 2026 so we're gonna be dragged through the mud until then if he makes it they're hoping he's gonna croak and that's the republican plan it is we know it's been leaked that secretly the republicans who are some of them are normal behind the scenes or so they but they're just they're craving and self self self-aggrandizing self-dealing they hate this country they hate america they don't they they wouldn't pull a hair for this country they want power money and power and they think that the con man can give it to him to them so the they they say behind the scenes they all talk about how they they're hoping that Trump's going to croak right that's their plan that's their escape hatch hopefully he'll die soon <laughs> it's it's an abomination these people are disgusting and then even that in itself how do you vote for a party like that they have no integrity they have no decency. And, you know, I'm sick of it. I don't know about you. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of them. But, it, uh, as, and with this DeSantis character, he's horrible. He's a terrible person. All they have is attacking the minority, attacking trans people. Attacking LGBTQ people, and I'm I am so tired of that. I, and I can't, uh, you know, we're not going back. That's for sure. But I remember being young, you know, as a young gay, having to deal with them, having to deal with stinking George Bush Jr. calling a press conference in the Rose Garden to to announce that they're gonna advance a constitutional amendment to, to make marriage between uh you know a, an innie and an outie, a marriage contract between people of opposite peepees in the first time for the first time in American history to enshrine discrimination in the, the constitution. But that's who they are. And still, you know, the now we have a whole uh, apparatus, uh, a media apparatus, that that looks back on George Bush as as if he was quaint and normal and one of the good ones. They all suck. They all I, I, they all suck. If you if that's your policy, your policies are to attack minority groups, to sow hatred and division against a targeted group to continue to target that group with legislation and you're supposed to be something you're supposed to be an a reasonable alternative to another party to the other party that doesn't want to target the minority groups well i i hope we finally maybe i'll live to see the day where the american people where we where we Choose between parties that don't target minority groups. Right? Wouldn't that be quaint and lovely? Boudicca, what the hell is up? You see that gray and white blur? What are you doing? What are you doing, booty? She's being her. She's got to be her. She's got to be free. Are you okay? Boudicca. That's why. I said to myself I'm to, I'm talking to myself in my brain. I, I'm saying to myself, that's why people are don't want to become a patron at patreon.com slash Yes? I know, right? The cat, thank you, Haiku, that's true. The cat is faster than the refresh rate on the camera. It's true. That's why it's like, Booty, where the hell are you? Booty! Booty? Now she's laying down. She's exhausted. (laughs) Boudica. that's like running um, a stadium, like a football field. All right, it's getting nutty in here. I'm sorry, it's fucking catastrophe up in this bitch. So, here's an article. I I don't even have another room now because Marty and John are in the other room, and they're they're free. They're free roaming because they escaped. Well, they I let them out last night. It's not that they escaped. They here's the other thing. I haven't had a lot of sleep. I don't know if any of you guys do animal rescue and you rescue cats they cry when you when you first get them home they don't know what's going on they're confused i get it so i haven't really slept because they've been c- keeping me up and i have no room now i live in a freaking cat motel but then i thought I have to give these guys a chance. I mean it was so much it would be so much easier just to of course release them back and have them live on the street, but that's then I think about little little scrappy who passed away, lived a hard scrabble life. And at least these two won't have to live like that and they don't deserve to. Okay? Cuz they're they're very good. They haven't well Marty has scratched at me, but John? It's kind of bizarre. He hasn't scratched or bite or bit me. Nothing. Hissed. But they're both they're both wonderful. It's only I got them on Sunday. I trapped them on Sunday. It's only less than a week and I'm picking them up. I mean, they're really they're really good. All right. That's an aside. Hopefully they'll get adopted together. I think in a month, because they're they're on the fast track, frankly. So, yes. Where is this? Where was the? All right. There's so many things I want to talk about. I don't want to. Okay, here let let's dive in. A lot of times I. Go on tangents, as you know. And then we run out of time. So a couple of things. (laughs) Here's an article. It reminded me of the things I I always say. uh, Heather Digby Parton writes for Salon. A new Republican tradition. Ron DeSantis' presidential campaign dud follows a long history. Exactly. What have I been saying? I should probably be ashamed to admit this, but my favorite part of every presidential election season is the Republican primaries, especially the debates. Since Republicans rarely have an incumbent president running, they've only had three Republican presidents in the last 35 years, the primaries are usually a free-for-all that features some of the very eccentric fringe characters as well as the precipitous fall of at least one highly touted conservative hero who everyone in the political establishment assumes will, was a shoo-in just months before. It's 100%, right? I say this all the time. I think back to 1992, which featured what we all th- thought was a completely beyond-the-pale Pat Buchanan speech at the RNC that the late, great Molly Ivins famously quipped sounded better in the original German. Think about how far we've fallen since then. That's me talking, not the article. That speech now sounds like virtually every GOP candidate running for office. In 28. Excuse me. In 2008, the open primary offered up excitement of yet another Hollywood actor turned Republican politician, Fred Thompson, the then senator from Tennessee, who had the entire political press corps in a swoon convinced that he was the next Ronald Reagan like so many others Thomas quickly flamed out on the trail showing himself to be bad a bad retail candidate once he had to mingle with the 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 politics in uh, Ohio excuse me in Iowa and New Hampshire In 2012 featured yet another presumed savior government I mean government governor Tim Paul Lent uh, Paul of Minnesota, who weirdly opened nearly every appearance with a quip about his red-hot smoking wife, he convinced the establishment that he was the perfect candidate to win over Democratic moderates who were believed to be dying to vote for a Midwestern Republican governor. Okay. His ads were awesome. Ah, uh, should we watch this ad? Nah. I don't know if I feel like doing finishing this article. <laughs> this is let's move on because the point is we know they are they're hopeless and the Republicans. I don't know why anybody votes for them. They bring nothing to the table and it's rinse and repeat. But no one seems to remember these things. It's we. It seems like we have institutional amnesia when it comes to right-wingers. Am I wrong? N- now, mark my words. When the day comes when Trump is in history's trash pile or rotting in prison as prisoner 5479328, um, we're going to have... It'll be... The, the, it will be all is forgiven with the Republican Party. All of the, the antics that they put us through, that Moscow Mitch McConnell, the, the silence of Moscow Mitch, the, 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 ugh, the obsequious fawning, the tears of Lindsey Graham, All of that's going to be forgiven. We're all going to have to forget about that. When he, if, well, I don't know. Will will Lindsey Graham ever be normal again? Because he was supposed to be a moderate, remember? Because he was pals with John McCain. They were these moderates, rational republicans, as if that was a thing. So uh, but all will be forgiven. We're all going to have to forget. And the, the corporate media will make us forget, and they do it now. They cover Trump. This is, this is what I talk about. I've said it a million times on the show. I am so tired of the corporate media covering Trump and the Republicans as if they are a normal political party, as if he's not in the middle of a coup. I'm sorry, I don't want to scream into the microphone. How can you cover a candidate? And and I'm not just talking about now. Now they're kind of catching up. I'm not talking about Fox News, because Fox News is fascist propaganda. But when the... I haven't really seen on CNN, but, you know, MSNBC I I watch mostly. And they they seem to now be covering Trump as the danger he is, but then, well, that's only really uh, in their in their opinion shows. During the day, they'll cover the Republican primaries as if it's a normal thing, as if we're in the middle of a normal primary, and who's up in the polls, down in the polls. And starting from the time he he began the big lie the the day i mean this has been going on this has been uh, this is a coup we the more we learn about what they they engaged in the more i don't know about you but i feel like relieved we dodged that bullet Because they could have pulled it off. And if not for a few Republicans that stood in the breach and simply wouldn't go along with the coup. And one of the right-wingers said to Trump, I, I think it was the governor, who was it, the governor of Arizona? One of these, somebody in Arizona, maybe it was the attorney general, I don't remember, said to Trump, I voted for you twice. I supported you. I worked for you, but I will not commit a crime for you. And I appreciate that, but I had to to think, why are you voting for him? Why did you vote for him twice? You worked for him? You saw, you saw him come down an elevator or an escalator calling Mexicans rapists and you voted for him and you supported him and you work for him okay cheers you get a you get nothing you get you don't get a gold star I'm glad you simply couldn't cross that line i I don't get it I mean, I guess now is the time, the part of the show where we pinch ourselves and and say, what? Who are these people voting for him? I don't get it. I don't get how anybody voted for him. Anyway, okay. So uh, all, uh, well, let's just say since January 6th, since the coup, the attempt the violent part of the coup we know that the coup's been going on it's it went on sooner than we thought. we just saw a video of Roger stone why I, I, and and here I mean just an aside why isn't Roger Stone in jail? I know he was pardoned, oh, and the other thing I was thinking today thinking speaking of pardons was I don't understand I was thinking about the tr- like, this all goes along with our... Oh, you know what? What the fuck is going on here? This is so weird. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm thinking about the uh, the music for the show. I, did I hear the... I didn't hear the music last time unless I wasn't paying attention. But I was thinking about the Trump supporter, and I was thinking, how much do you have to hate yourself to be a Trump supporter? That was um, what was coming to my mind, because uh, it came out yet again that another member of Trump's inner circle is robbing from the the Trump supporter. I mean, they're all a bunch of dupes. And they continue to open up their wallets and give money to, the, to these grifters like Steve Bannon, who was pardoned for robbing Trump supporters of their Socialist Security money. And the latest is Rudy Giuliani pocketing $300,000 from farmers investing in an anti-Biden documentary that was never made and that's just one they, they're they all on the make and on the take the republicans and it's it's incredible yes Winston on the chat says it's difficult to measure that much self-loathing it's incredible to me So, yeah, a lawsuit claims that Rudy Giuliani was paid $300,000 while pinching investors on an anti-Biden film. Well, that's because he's broke. Because he's a grifter. I mean, this is a guy that was going around selling pardons. Right? Whatever happened with that? Giuliani selling pardons. Let me see this. Because he was telling people that for a million dollars he'll get them a pardon, and Trump gets his cut, and and Rudy gets his. Yeah, Giuliani is accused of offering to sell pardons. Oh, he was getting two million each. We're getting one million each. Each grifter would get a million. But it's all a scam. And here's, I just want to play this. Here's uh, the Roger Stone, a traitor, discussing the fake electors. And uh, this was weeks before they even knew who, it was weeks before the election. So, hold on a second.
2: Come on, ECAM. Why is this? Eh, whatever. So state officials in all 50 states must ultimately certify the results of the voting in their state. The final decision as to who the state legislature's Authorize, be sent to the Electoral College is a decision made solely by the legislature. Any legislative body may decide on the basis of overwhelming evidence of fraud to send electors to the Electoral College who accurately reflect... Can you hear that, guys? the president's legitimate victory in their state, which was illegally denied him through fraud. We must be prepared to lobby our Republican legislatures by personal contact uh, and uh, by demonstrating the overwhelming will of the people in their state in each state that this may need to happen
1: absolutely incredible the we we're living amongst traders absolute disgusting traders all right so where was i okay let's talk about the This is something that gets on my nerves because we've been talking about this for a long time. The tyranny of the minority. That finally, the Republicans—they're talking about the tyranny of the minority. But they're now my now my audio is a little low. But the right wingers are talking. They're they're not talking about the tyranny of the minority that is the actual tyranny of the minority where the Republicans receive fewer votes yet still serve, so-called, serve themselves in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, where they represent fewer people, where they receive uh, less votes in general, yet still remain in the minority, I mean, in the majority? Where the Democrats receive a million more votes than the Republicans and the Democrats are in the minority? How about the tyranny of the minority Supreme Court? Justices who are all a bunch of grifters, unethical, who couldn't wait to trip... I mean, they practically tripped over Ruth Bader Ginsburg's body to get Amy Coney Barrett on the bench. She wasn't even in the ground. And then they're going to inflict the tyranny of the conservative minority on america who we don't want them we don't want this shit the majority of the american people were fine with uh being able to control their bodies and don't get me started we know that this is one of the things that gets on my nerves the criminalization of abortion does not reduce the abortion rate. This should be on the tip of every every American's tongue. Whenever you hear a Republican say, I'm pro-life, I'm pro- pro-life, pro-life, pro-life. They're not pro-life. Because of the, if they were, they would support Democratic policies. They would support the policies that expand health care instead of cutting it. They would... Expand education instead of cutting it. They would ensure living wages instead of cutting living wages. How about the uh, child labor laws, the rolling back child labor laws that undercut living wages because they pay so called training wages? it's all about ensuring that the working class become and remain the more malleable working poor. So give me a break. Republicans aren't pro-life. They're pro-control. And that's the tyranny of the minority. So there's this video. One of the... um, saviors of the republic he's the the flavor of the month vivek ramashwamy that he's getting a lot of play now watch watch one when trump because uh, they're gonna go they're gonna bounce from one grifter to the next you know first it was desantis but then they realize he eats pudding with his fingers and is a very disgusting person who has a bobblehead, and, oh, that's the other thing I have to play this other video of him. But yeah, you know, now it's, now it's Vivek Ramaswamy. He's supposedly, he's going to be the savior. And they, the, this video that, went viral is because of the republicans made it go viral they're very impressed with vivek ramaswamy saying that he's uh, against the tyranny of the minority and and you know who the t- the tyrannical minority are of course uh, it's gay people it's trans people you know just being able just living your life without a filthy republican inflicting his or her mania's on you wanting to be left alone why don't you form a legal contract with somebody you know having the freedom to form a legal contract with somebody who might have the same peepee that's supposed that's interfering with the republicans something or other because that's that's tyrannical they don't want to be canceled they're, it's there's such victims aren't they they're such victims everybody living their lives we've been hearing this forever you know everyone if you live your life you're somehow infringing on them this has been the the story for time immemorial. Women, r- women's rights, right? That's infringing on the, the the men, right? I remember when I was a kid, I don't know if I told you the story, it was, I was a young, I think I was like 13, 14, I was on the train on Staten Island. There was one train that goes from one end of Staten Island to the other. And I grew up on Staten Island. <clears throat> and when... Uh, this this was... It's not a subway. It was... You used to have to get a ticket, and then the, the conductor would come around and take your ticket and punch your ticket. It was like one of those, like old-fashioned type trains. And I, it still exists. I doubt... I don't know how they collect the fare now. I'm sure it's not that way. But this woman came out of the conductor's car so that's what they would do so the conductor would in between stops come out and take your ticket and there were these two old bats sitting in front of me and a woman came out and punched their ticket and went back into the conductor's room or whatever the and uh, to drive the train and these two old bats said oh isn't that a shame taking a job from a man right and that's how it used to be with those old battle axes because you know that's how they lived and and i'm sure they were republican that's the republican way right there you know to to be a a uh, participant in your own oppression Another time, I have to tell you this story. I was driving. I was young. I think I was like 25 or something. And driving down the street in Staten Island. In the corner of my eye, there's this old lady walking. And as I'm driving, I see her take a tumble. And she falls flat on her face in the, on the sidewalk. And she knocked her teeth out. Of course, I laughed. No, I stopped the car, and I ran to her to help her, and she was bleeding. It was terrible. And I was saying, are you okay? Blah, 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 right? And behind me comes some guy, and you know what the bitch said? As I was helping the woman, she said, oh, good, a man. You know, because the man was coming up uh, um, after me to help her as well, so I dropped her and uh, and I kicked her. No, I'm only kidding. I I was like, okay, you take it from here. But this is yeah, that's her generation. That's what she was. She was grew up um, uh, like a right winger. That's how the right wingers are now. You know, they're they are the cheerleaders of their own oppression a republican woman has to be a bigger misogynist than the republican man that's just the truth they have to praise um and they have to constantly stroke the male not literal well literally figuratively whatever they have to constantly prop up the male as uh, the, the the rightful t- place on the top of the heap in the hierarchy and then otherwise you're upsetting you're upsetting the natural order of things. So why did I get on this? Uh, tangent over here but so anyway vivek ramachrami i don't know why i'm saying it like that it's just it's kind of a catchy name um here's the what do you call it here's the video that went viral i'm personally
3: pansexual so i was just wondering what
2: negative view of
1: same-sex couples I- of course you don't right i don't have a negative view of same sex cup- couples i just want you to what stay in your place that's uh, what what did we hear all the time as i was growing up and it wasn't exactly uh the uh we, you know prime of gay acceptance I kept hearing, I remember hearing all the time, I don't mind what people do, just don't shove it in my face, or don't rub it in my face. This is the same, this is an updated version of that. Oh, I don't hate gay people, I just don't want you to blah blah, what? Upset children, somehow. Because being alive, it upsets children, because according to republicans you see it's their filthy minds that are the problem and they inflict their manias on us they project their manias outward instead of getting the help they need because when they they think of gay people they think of sex oh it's just sex and it's not just sex just like being a straight couple isn't just sex right is that, what, is that what you think of when you see a straight couple? You're like, oh, uh, I let me imagine them having sex. But that's what Republicans do because they have dirty, filthy minds and they're very immature, which is another thing we'll get to, get to tonight. And I have the receipts for that too. So, no, I don't have... This is what he's saying. I don't have a negative view of same-sex couples. I have a negative view of the tyranny of the minority not the tyranny of the minority of people who receive fewer votes getting to squat in the white house and inflict their manias on us but the tyranny of a minor of a targeted minority getting full and equal citizenship with him we have a
2: negative view of a tyranny of the minority. So so I think that in the Absolutely name Absolutely
1: of- disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. And that and this is why they're all latching onto it. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that. And they've been repeating this. And if you Google tyranny of the minorities, all of these articles and clips from Fox News are going to come up where they sat around the round table talking about, yeah, 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 I like that. Tyranny of the minority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good because it makes us the victim again. It's such a Nazi tactic. It is right out of the Nazi playbook. Because if we went back in time to Nazi Germany they would and and all of the oppression against the targeted minority groups the jews the and, and uh, you yeah, know political targeting the political prisoner i mean the political uh, you know communists and these the, the uh, social democrats and whatnot and the gay community lgbt community was all about protecting the German people from the tyranny of the minority they uh, they all excused their in- inhumane brutality the genocide by saying that we have to do this because otherwise uh, we're uh, you know uh, we're, our, our future is in doubt we're, um, you know, because we're under attack by the tyranny of this minority. Everything they did was justified the same way. So this is what, it's the same rinse and repeat of the fascist victimization, the professional victimization of, a, of the right wing. They're always being attacked now it's the tyranny of the minority because gay people and trans people exist so somehow you're infringing acting against
2: the tyranny of the majority and there are times in this country's history where we have had a tyranny of the majority
1: it's unreal
2: we have now so how did we tyranny of the majority created a new tyranny of the minority and I think that that's wrong. I don't think that somebody who's religious should be forced to officiate a wedding.
1: Nobody's asking somebody who's religious to officiate a, a gay wedding. All right? Or a, a wedding of two people who have the same peepees. This is, that's a straw man. That's a canard. I'm so sick of it. I don't think that some... Who wants... It's like that dumb bitch with the website. Nobody wants that bitch to do their website. You know, she didn't even have a business for one thing. She didn't have a website. There was no gay couple asking her to make a website. We know that. It was another bullshit argument. So this, this is the same thing. Who wants to have their wedding officiated by a freaking bigot? By, an, uh, by a homophobe. I don't think so. Nobody. Go away. These people, you know, I, I'm, the, it's the search for the superior moral justification for not just selfishness anymore, it's outright fascism. It's Nazism. Attacking a the targeted minority group du jour and it's always gay people of course just realized i forgot to press a button oh well and so but he sounds very high um, high minded when he's i guess searching for the superior moral justification for this bullshit. And that, oh, the Republicans, they eating it up.
2: They disagree with you. I don't think somebody who is a woman who's worked really hard for her achievements should be forced to compete against a biological man.
1: How dare you? Copy. How And this is the other thing. It's another straw man. They women in sports? They, they don't give a shit about women in sports. That's the other thing. Oh, I don't think that a woman should be able to compete against a biological male. They don't... Uh, first of all, it's like one one person, right? Of course, they're, they're talking about one person. And that whole issue aside... Wait, here comes the music. Hold on a second. We'll be right back. When Now when I hear them talking about women in sports how they're supposedly the, the uh protectors of women in sports think about the women's soccer team that were they are they protecting women in sports they hate women in sports it's all yet another canard it's another bullshit argument because they really don't like women in sports, period. They want women in their place. It's, a, it's another excuse to attack minority groups and to trigger people into turning against each other. I mean, is this such a... It's such a rampant issue. There's so many trans people in sports. Just like there are the, the, the trans people in life. It's less than 1% of the population, but yet it's such a problem. Who's the tyranny of the minority? It's the tyranny of this this greed-centered GOP death cult inflicting their manias on society, beating up a targeted minority group. Instead of bringing light to a situation... They're bringing confusion, division. And it's all under the excuse of, oh, we're, um, now they can own the mantle of the victim, right? It's not the targeted minority group that are the victims. It's the victimizers. And that is right out of the Nazi playbook. It is so, it's so, um, it's like crazy town, With this, with this, with the Republicans, everything is—it's all opposite. Every day is opposite day. The professional victims are—you know—the tyrant, the 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 ones doing the victimizing are the victims, and this is what they've done forever. No matter what the issue is, if you're—it's—it's a sinister. Part of the uh, autocrat playbook to simultaneously be the oppressor while taking up the mantle of the oppressed. And you look through history, and you don't have to look too far. Look back 70, 80 years. That's why it's so chilling and sinister. Oh, and he sounds so, isn't he sound so uh, sober? He's so thoughtful, bashing a minority group into the ground. This, so the, this is why Republicans have to legislate. They use the power of the state to, ty- to uh, tyrannize people. To, uh, what about trans kids and their families? They use the power of the state to stick their big, filthy Republican noses into a family that they have no business. They, they don't know anything about this family. They don't know anything about the challenges of what it takes when you have a, a child who's trans and you're trying to save their lives. And here comes the filthy Vivek Ramaswamy and his tyranny of the minority. Oh, no, he's just doing it to save the kids, right? We're saving the kids. We're, we're bashing the kids to save the kids. And what are you, what are you doing? You know no wonder you know, suicide rates in this country are through the roof. Because everywhere you look, you know, you'll have right wingers that are pulling people's lifelines. And adding confusion and hatred and division—it's sickening. The tyranny of them—I I mean, it's like another example of the uh, every day is opposite day in Republican bizarro world. They're the tyranny of the minority. Exactly, Jim, on the chat. He's good at selling the evil, and that's what's so sinister. Now, trust me, that this, like everything else, the right wingers do, will not age well in history's light. When, when we look back, when future generations look back on him, and them, and the Republicans, and their bashing, gay people and trans people, you know how it's gonna, it's gonna look disgusting. They're gonna look like the this the same when we look back on when we see the 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 footage. Well, I guess some Republicans might still uh, appreciate when um, you know we see the footage of the young the, of the children going to school. Uh, with the National Guard protecting them, and then you have the the good white citizens behind them screaming and yelling at them. That's always the Republicans. It's always conservatives. They have no shame. You know, they get up in the morning. That's what always bothers me, or, well, it baffles me, too, because how do you get up in the morning, you put on your clothes, you drink your coffee, you get dressed you call your friend yeah okay i'll meet you over there and you go and scream at people you scream at children trying to go to school or migrants or you know, the vulnerable somehow it's always some vulnerable group and that's why republicans are evil because they de- they never punch up they always punch down. They always punch at the politically unconnected and vulnerable. And it's across the board, too. It's not just gay people and trans people that they're punching down on. They punch down on their own. The I'm talking about the vulnerable, the, the uh, easily led, the the easily manipulated the those who aren't that smart like the lady who is was arrested for um, you know obviously she's a racist moron who uh, was arrested for threatening the judge and one of Trump's uh, 95 indictments you know which where is that lady Arrested. I had that article. Threatening. Yeah, Texas woman charged with threatening to kill judge in election case. You know, calling her a slave and all every other name in the book because that woman is... uh, She's a she's a she's. I mean, when you think about, it, she's smart. Is that a smart woman? Someone who gets on the phone and um, screams racist, disgusting, vile things at somebody because they're they're very smart. Now we know for a fact, I have to say, and just to remind everybody, that racism and low IQ go hand in hand. So when Republicans are tickling racist funny bones, they are manipulating the easily manipulated bull and the easily led. They're 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 toying with people who aren't that smart and they really you know they should be ashamed of themselves it's political malpractice you if you're in a position of leadership you have a duty at least you would you think you do if you're a, if you're a person of integrity and decency you think you would use your power for good but these people they're not good people clearly And doesn't he look, this uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, doesn't he look so, oh, so uh, reasonable, right? When he's talking about how other human beings who are less than 1% of the population are somehow the problem. They're the ones who are attacking everyone else, the powerful, the ones who are in the positions of power. You have a group, especially trans people, who are the most misunderstood and the most easily vilified in that because of that. And that's why Republicans, you see, it's just like what happened to um, with gays, you know, the whole um, coming out of the closet. There was a whole, uh, when I was a young gay. And there was the issue of outing, right? Um, Some were saying it's not right to out people. Some said it was. I was kind of like, out them. I was on the fence. Wait, hold on. Let me see. Hold on, hold on. We'll be right back. Unapologetic liberal talk. So... The the issue with coming out of the closet or outing um, celebrities who were in the closet, like Jodie Foster at the time, I remember there was a whole campaign where someone I think I can't remember who it was, but they they would poster or uh, plaster posters all over town with gay people who were in the closet, and uh, it was and it was very controversial. And it said, absolute queer, absolutely queer, like the absolute ad. And it had Jodie Foster's face on it. And now she's out of the closet. You know, she came out when it, all the work was done. It's sort of like Ellen, a lot of these celebrities waited for everybody else to do the hard work. And then they came out, but when it was safe. But it became, it got that way because of the pioneers of people blazing a trail, and they, those who were the first out, received the backlash. And it's the same thing. What's happening with trans people? And they're like, "Oh, there's social contagion going on. All of a sudden, everybody's trans." That's not true. It's not that everybody's trans. It's that every that people are trans, and now they're feeling safer to come out of the closet because you know there's more support there's others there's there's safety in numbers that they're not they, they don't feel as alone and that's what the republicans are afraid of and you see there this is the backlash of course it's always the backlash coming from the right the conservatives they can't stand progress So, who are they going to vilify next? I'm sure... Well, don't worry. They'll find somebody. Because they're... I always... I was like, wow, you know, they're not getting the same bang for their buck going after gays. Of course they're going after trans people, but eventually that's going to wear off too. In the meantime, though, many people are going to get hurt. And... uh, You know, and that's because of... The way the Republicans appeal to the worst aspects of the human condition. And they appeal to the worst people. And they activate them. And they, they stoke them to violence, to commit violent acts. And they, they give them permission to be horrible, to be ugly to each other. So now, what do you think is going to happen? People are going to be like, oh, it's the tyranny of the minority. I'm being tyrannized. It's like this. there was a uh, gay man, where was it, here in New York. They were at a gas station. And these young gay people were having a good night. They were having fun. They were voguing at the gas station. And a couple of white, well, not just a couple, a, f- a bunch of white bullies, r- good republicans, came up to them and they, they told them to stop. I'm sure they were good, good republicans. What do you care? People are voguing. They're having, a fun. They're having fun. They're dancing but they didn't like that because it was the tyranny of the minority I suppose they didn't want to see people voguing cause that there might be children around don't you know and then the children might say well who's what's going on and then all of a sudden uh, gays are being groomed they're grooming children I mean and therefore a uh Uh, one of the the homophobes who's probably gay himself but he's a good right winger a good Christian and he doesn't want to come out of the closet lest he be ostracized by his community Uh, he he stabbed the, the young man to death who was voguing but this is what the not that this stuff didn't happen Throughout history, of course, and not that it doesn't happen, but it's happening more because of right wingers. They're on the ascendancy with their with their bullshit and their professional victimization and their oh, it's the tyranny of the minority, you see. It's incredible. It makes me sick, though. It's just, it's so damn dangerous.
2: I don't think that somebody who's a woman that respects her bodily autonomy How dare you? should be forced to change clothes in a locker room with a man. That's not freedom. That's not- How
1: dare you? You see what he's saying? I, I don't think that a woman who respects her bodily autonomy... First of all, don't speak for women, Vivek. Should have to be forced to change in the locker room with a man. Like this is a big fucking problem. Now, first of all, if you're in a locker room with a trans woman, you're not changing in front of a man. You, you. But this is so. They the to Republicans they can't understand. They're well, they don't want to understand. And one day it will be like nothing it will be not a big deal when people are trans or or, and they come out of the clock they sit when they're young or whatever they figure out when they realize it's not gonna be um a catastrophe people will understand just like every anything else that can happen in life when you're developing when you're you know when you have uh challenges you're, it's going to be understood that it's just like every any other thing that you might have to, you know, uh, seek help for, you know, or medical intervention or whatever. It's not going to be a big deal. And people will say, thank God we've come a, come this far. We've come a long way. But in the meantime, Republicans are going to drag us backwards and the but the worst thing is of course you know them c- proclaiming themselves to be the victims they're the victims you see he's talking about women being first of all what the hell do you know women don't give a shit that, to be uh, dressing in front of a man and let's you it's not a man in a locker room And a woman who's trans dressing in a locker room. Everybody, nobody's gonna be like, "Get that uh, that person out of here," or whatever. It doesn't matter. This, it's, um, you, um, you know, it's not rational. These people are not rational. It's about hate and division. So it's not about talking them into understanding cuz they don't want to understand. They're not trying to understand. They're trying to divide and now it's that it's just simply that trans people are uh, the 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 targeted minority group that they can get away with targeting and it's disgusting. And it's gonna go down in history as as repugnant as any other time in history that right-wingers have targeted a minority group they should be ashamed but they won't and i love this lower third here ramaswamy calls out the tyranny of the minority it pisses me off because they're all latching on to this you see
2: and so i believe that we live in a country where free adults should be free to dress how they want behave how they want that's fine but you don't oppress you don't become oppressive by hoisting that on others i think a lot how do you hoist it on others
1: you can dress the way you want and behave the way you want but you're you don't oppress people by hoisting it on others how is it hoisting it on others you see you you're simply existing so that's hoisting it on others it's the same shit different day how uh, when i was growing up how many times did i have to hear and you have to hear i'm sure you heard the same thing just don't shove it in my face don't rub it in my face okay um don't rub it in my face everywhere i look there's ads, there's movies, uh, don't rub it in my face about being straight, right? Don't rub it in my face. Well, too bad. Yeah, I get to live too. I get to be a human being too.
2: Never being really honest that I also share it comes from that new culture of oppression where you believe this things. shit can actually get somebody
1: punished. He's saying saying those things. What things? Don't shove it in my face. Don't. You see, it's the search for the superior moral justification for being a bigot, for being a homophobe, for, for targeting minority groups. It's never changed for these people. So let me ask again, like we were saying in, earlier in the show, what policies do these people actually have? What do they offer the American people? What do they bring to the table besides division and hatred and confusion and ugliness? You know, I was on uh, Brad Bannon's show on, on Deadline DC, and he played a clip from the, from, from the um, well, Fox News, where they were talking about the Barbie movie. And in the Barbie movie, one of Barbie's friends is played by a trans actor or an uh, actress, and uh, th- and they c- were misgendering her, and uh, I, I, for a second, I was confused. I was like, "Who are they talking about?" Because they were they were saying, "He, he, he," and and it was only audio I was listening to, and I was like, "Are they talking about?" the trans actress who played one of Barbie's friends, which wasn't a thing, you know, it was just so happened to be played by a trans actress. And, um, and, uh, Brad was like, yeah, I think so. And I thought, wow, that is so ugly. And it is so repugnant and they they really should be ashamed if they had the capacity for shame to be so ugly and you know it's not going to age well there when when the future looks back they are going to be as horrified or even worse frankly than than I am right now they're disgusting so I want to play this clip from uh, The Five or whatever that is. That's booty on my foot. talking about the tyranny of the minority. This woman, Jessica Tarlov, is that how you pronounce her name? She's pretty incredible, I have to say. She's the liberal on Fox News or the normal person on Fox News. I got to give her credit. I don't know how she does it. I really admire her, frankly, because she is... She's not... She doesn't let them rattle her. She comes with the receipts. Oh, hi, Booty! Come here, honey. Booty just jumped up. What's up, honey? What's the matter, boo? What's the matter? You pushing me now? Little boo-boo. And... uh, Here's Jessica Tarlov talking about the tyranny of the minority. If I can get it to work, it'll be there. Yeah,
4: here we go. On the trans issue, for instance, our own Fox polling shows that 57% of Americans think that trans kids and their families being the target of political attacks and as these anti-trans bills is a major problem. When you look at the actual numbers of kids that are, for instance, they have gender dysphoria and they're getting top surgery, how many kids do you think got top surgery last year? Under 300. Then think about an issue that's really important to Democrats. That's for children?
1: On the trans issue. Oh, shit. Hit the wrong button. shows that
4: 57% of Americans think that trans kids and their families being the target of political attacks and these anti-trans bills is a major problem. When you look at the actual numbers of kids that are, for instance, they have gender dysphoria and they're getting top surgery, how many kids do you think got top surgery last year? Under 300. Then think about an issue that's really important to Democrats. Is that for like, children?
2: Three. To minors.
4: Children. Yes.
0: That's an atrocity. But continue.
4: Okay, but over.
1: Oh, that's that's supposed to be the comedian, Greg Gutfeld. <laughs> that's an atrocity. I'm going to pass judgment on something I know nothing about. And families I I've never met and know nothing about, and I'm gonna assume that they're committing t- atrocities on their children because I know better. Sitting here in the studio of the Five, in the ivory tower, and I'm just gonna say that's an atrocity uh, because this is the 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 talking point now. They know nothing. They don't want to know. It's not like they want to learn. Why don't you go talk to a family? Go talk to these families. But they don't want to. They just want to stick their big, filthy Republican noses into people's business because they think they know better. Now, these are the small government crowds, right? They're, They're the, you know, get your government nose out of my whatever. Government shrink it down, drown it in a bathtub crowd. This is like everything else. They are the they, they they're full of shit. They hate freedom. They hate democracy. I mean everything everything they always ran on. You know, they talk about how they're all about freedom. They're not about freedom, they're about tyranny, they're about oppression. The freedom for them to oppress you. That's freedom. Excuse me.
4: 5,800 kids were victims of gun violence, for instance. I don't hear Republicans talking about that. Tyranny of the minority.
0: It absolutely isn't. It's a
4: priority on the right to talk about trans issues, a priority on the left to talk about gun violence, which affects more people. Abortion is another instance of the tyranny of the minority. I get it. Federalism, you send it back to the states, where a group of elected officials have decided, for instance... In like Texas, Louisiana, that women should not be able to get abortions after six weeks. We have women that are bleeding out, going to sepsis. In Louisiana, a woman was forced to carry a baby that had no What does this have
0: to do with this topic?
4: What are you talking about? This is, he says, tyr-
1: Complex thinking is beyond them, you see? What's this have to do with the tyranny of the minority? It has everything to do with it. And she's explaining it. She's got the
4: receipts. I am the minority.
1: But that that has to do with LGBTQ, (laughs) not with all of your favorite. No, I got to talk about one thing now. I'm drunk. I can't keep thinking about all these other things. And you're making too much sense. Booty. Uh Uh-oh. Let me just show you. If I could show you something. Oh, she stopped that she was pulling on everything. Hold on.
4: On the trans issue, for instance, our own Fox poll. But over 5,800 kids were victims of gun violence. Oh, wait, right,
1: let me rewind it a little.
4: Boudicca. That are, for instance, they have gender dysphoria and they're getting top surgery. How many kids do you think got top surgery last year? Under 300. Then think about an issue that's really important to Democrats. Is that it's for like children? Three minors. Children. Yes.
0: That's an atrocity, but continue.
4: Okay. But over fifty eight hundred kids were victims of gun violence, for instance. I don't hear Republicans talking about that.
0: Tyranny oh, what a of the false minority. Comparison. It absolutely isn't. It's Ugh. a priority
4: on the right to talk about trans issues, a priority on the left to talk about gun violence, which affects more people. Abortion is another instance of the tyranny of the minority. I get it, federalism, you send it back to the states, where a group of elected officials have decided, for instance, in like Texas, Louisiana, that women should not be able to get abortions after six weeks. We have women that are bleeding out, going to sepsis in Mm -hmm. Louisiana, a woman was forced to carry a baby that had no soul. What does this have
0: to do with this
2: topic?
4: What are you talking about? This is—he says tyranny of the minority. Try to
2: keep up, that but that
4: has to do Republicans. with Republicans. not with he's, all of your favorite issues. He's running to be president of the United States of America. But that's incredible. Talking about, talk- I asked you specifically. I'm talking examples. about. And then I said why he was wrong. Keep to the, act the as topic. As if the GOP is the party of the majority opinion? They are not. They're taking minority positions and running with them. Pro
0: life isn't. Minority position. It is actually. What, what are you going to talk about? The fact that it's like forty-eight percent. But many no, people. No, I'm going to talk
4: about the sixty-nine percent. Is the highest that's ever been recorded. The now support that's abortion right. at least through the first trimester.
0: First trimester.
1: All right, hold on. Be right back. We're listening to the five. We're listening to what's her name again? Jessica Tarlov. The only liberal the only normal person on Fox News I give you I give her a lot of credit and she's kicking she's kicking their ass and she always does I completely admire this woman
4: yeah okay. and what's happening then in Ohio and Kansas and Kentucky if it's what's not, the
0: Democrat stance on abortion Democrats between a
4: woman and her doctor to make those decisions? What, no, what's
0: the what's the cutoff is that it's Would you call that to be a minority right? as well? I think you, the logic here, if you're, you're slicing oh, you're these trying issues, to pretend
4: that we want to kill live babies. No, I didn't say that. Then... I
0: didn't say that. I'm just oh. pointing out. No, that's decision.
4: what <laughs> you said.
1: That is what you said. You say, what's the Democrat cutoff? Democratic, okay. Um, then she calls him out. Now you're t- trying to assume or trying to uh, assert that. We want to kill live babies, which is bullshit. And the, the fact is, as far as abortion, what Democrats, what normal people know is that the, the cutoff is up to a woman and her doctor. It's not about, um, uh, you know, uh, going into the doctor's office at the ninth month and saying, get this thing out of me. I don't want to, I mean, that in itself is, it reflects the, the basic Republican misogyny that they, they simply hate women, to think that they are so vile and so evil that they'll just one day be like, eh, fuck it, I carried this, this pregnancy to term And now's the day of. I'm supposed to to give birth today, and uh, I'm going into labor. ah, Fuck it, kill it, kill it. I don't want it. Just kill it. Just uh, rip it out and uh, and kill it. Whereas the reality is, if a woman has, uh, if there's a a pregnancy that there's, if it ends up where uh, there's a late term abortion. It's always involving some kind of tragedy that women are destroyed by that I knew a woman that had to go through that. And it was uh, it was a horror. It's a horror show. So there shouldn't be um, an arbitrary cutoff in general because you know it's not about, Um, women going in one day and saying, I want to kill my baby. Nobody fucking thinks like that. And that's except for these Republicans who want you to hate women as much as they do. So that's why they feel like they need to control women because you can't trust women. That's the overarching message in that kind of uh, assertion.
0: Actually, the right argument, but go ahead. Oh,
1: okay.
4: We finally got to the right argument.
0: Wait, let me cut off. Is that, Except, would you call oh, well, that tyranny I'm of minority as well? I think you, the logic here if you, you're, you're slicing. Wow. So he's so, so out of his depth. We
4: want to kill live babies. That no, I didn't say that. And then... I
0: didn't say that. I'm just well, pointing out that this is actually the right argument, but go ahead. Oh,
4: okay, We'll get right No, getting there. I'd like, like to get back to the issue. and The issue the is hating gays. The issue the, is not abortion today.
1: No, even though it's. One of the uh, one of the many examples to prove a point, the issue is, let's uh, hate gays. We're talking about hating gays. Can't we just stick to the topic at hand? Oh my God, They are incapable of functioning in a free democratic society. Uh, as we simply observed in that exchange, because they can't, somehow grasp complex thought we're talking about gays this has nothing to do with it it has everything to do with it she's bringing the receipts boom boom one after the other and they're like well they just dismiss it out of hand because you know they would rather I mean there's no hope for for, uh, the cast of the five of course but those, the people who watch them are not looking to uh, be enlightened. They're looking to have their biases confirmed, and that's simply it. So, yes, America is the tyranny of the minority, and that's because of the Republicans. Hold on a second. And then another thing I keep saying, you know, how I say all the time, how Republicans are, uh, they, lack the, they, they lack the maturity to function in a free democratic society. And this is why we get all this, they're um, inflicting their manias on us. Um, and for, for an example here, I just wanted to show you, because we were talking about them presenting themselves as this somehow oppressed minority when they are the oppressors. And that's right out of the Nazi playbook. Um, and they're not even hiding it anymore. L- the Lincoln Project. this is just a video. Um, that's only a minute or so long, but they, they put together this montage of Republicans talking about Hitler
2: Five Hitler stands by Republicans coming in at number five co-founder of Moms for Liberty <laughs> Tiffany Justice at their recent annual conference. One of our
4: moms in a newsletter called
2: I stand with that mom. Number four, Candace Owens.
3: If Hitler just wanted to make Germany great and have things run well, okay,
4: fine.
2: Candace helped usher in Incredible. Republicans' Hitler era, shifting focus away from his atrocities. You might think number three goes to Donald Trump. Trump told his chief of staff Hitler did a lot of good things. But that was in private, unlike Carl Paladino, who publicly discussed Hitler's sex appeal. Hitler, he aroused your crowd. Oh, that's the kind of leader we need today, somebody oh, that Jesus. is a doer. Shout out to Hitler's famous ability to get things done. At number two is Congresswoman Mary Miller because she actually uses the phrase... Hitler was right. He said, whoever has a youth has the future. Before number one, here are some honorary mentions. That quote was in 1925 in his book, Mein Kampf. For two years, Hitler lived on the streets and practiced his oratory, and then went on to lead a life that got him into history books. Oh, <laughs> fire. But coming in at number one... I like Hitler. Kanye is simply an old-fashioned romantic. He couldn't love Kim because there was only room for one special person in his heart. Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. He had a really cool outfit and he was a really good architect. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. Thanks for watching and check me out on Be Right with more content for the Hitler Hive.
1: Incredible. Um, I never thought I'd see the day where they're openly embracing Hitler, but here we are, right? And like I say, you know, Republicans lack the fundamental maturity to function in a free democratic society. And case in point, I don't know if you've noticed, this is, it gets on my nerves. We know that they can't pronounce Democratic Party. It's one of my pet peeves. And it's also, I wish it was one of the Democratic Party's pet peeves, because I'm really kind of tired of them allowing... The Republicans to get away with it, it bespeaks, in my opinion, it's sort of like it's it's kind of um, a learned helplessness thing when somebody calls you out of your name and you don't correct them. Like, how many times do they get to get away with that before you lose dignity? Right? How much do you have to hate yourself to allow? Uh, that to continue this this is why it annoys me about the Democrats not correcting Republicans who mispronounce the Democratic Party deliberately but they but th- this is that's just one example. Now you know Fawny Willis is um, prosecuting she's the AG in Georgia prosecuting one of Trump's many in criminal indictments. Now, Republicans, believe it or not, um, they are deliberately mispronouncing her name as Fanny, cause they're infants, they're babies. Now, tell, ask uh, somebody, tell me again, or explain to me what they offer America. This is a party; they're supposed to be adults right and the very least you should be able to do is call somebody by their name but Fanny Fanny because it's, it sounds like I guess somebody's Fanny isn't that funny you know they don't shame Fanny Willis they shame themselves but we will continue on the other side of this. And But this is the end of the Progressive Voices part of the show. Come on over to YouTube.com slash C for channel slash to listen to the rest of the show because we're going to talk about the immaturity of the Republicans who know that we will win because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, democracy, humanity. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And I'll see you soon. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so. I, when I saw, when I, when I first heard this, I was like, of course they're calling her Fanny Willis. Because they're immature children. And I saw this from Midas Touch Network. Like immature children, Republicans pledge to intention, intentionally mispronounce Fanny Willis as Fanny. And here is Charlie Kirk.
0: Impressive piece of work. By Fannie Willis. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Fawny Willis. Fawny.
1: Oh, my God. She Did you understand how... How bitter I am? <laughs> Watching him. Because if you Google... I've talked to you this before. If you Google political podcasts, you're going to get him. He's going to come up. And you know why? Because conservatives... Fund conservative shows like that. They, it's it's a scam like everything else that they do. They they prop each other up. They uh, buy their books in bulk, things like that, to make it seem like they're more popular than they are. And I, I it drives me up a wall. You know, and I'm here, please become a patron, please become a patron, ready to jump out a fucking window. But sometimes, you know, I want to give up. And and I see something like Charlie Kirk. And I'm like, what the hell? Why? Who listens to somebody so horrible? I mean, they're all such horrible people. When I see Ron DeSantis and his and his fucking head bobbing back and forth, I'm like why? And then I hear Candace Owens and all of these horrible people who are who bring nothing. They they don't have anything to offer except horribleness and isn't the world horrible enough? It's like I feel like we're all we're all swimming against the tide of this uh, awfulness of republicanism that the, that they're they're inflicting on this country, on this world and we're all we're trying, you know we're trying to have a more perfect union. We want to help each other, you know, invest in each other, leave nobody behind, have a country that works for more than just the 1%, have a functioning democracy where you can go to school, where you can get a job and get that earns a living wage, where you can retire in decency and security, where you don't have to b- depend on the bent on the billionaire benefactors trickling on you. It, uh, except where you could you know, where you could be who you are, be yourself, have the freedom to live an authentic life regardless, whatever that is. But instead we have this the, the headwinds of these horrible people just constantly pouring their venom into this society. Fanny, oh, Fanny, because that's she's too highfalutin. Now, you notice well, he should have just said uppity. It's all uh, people of color, right? People with darker pigment, they have big problems with them. Too, oh, it's Fanny, you see, because no, that's her fucking name. That's her name. Oh, I'm sorry you are... You, you, you think it's too uppity for her to have a name Fawny. Because that's basically what he said. And who is he appealing to? He's appealing to horrible people. Fellow horrible people. Who love the Charlie Kirk show, I suppose. I guess. I don't know why. Because they're poison, they just love drinking poison.
0: Wants to call her Fanny Willis. Apparently, is she going to indict us because we mispronounced her name? There was a con- uh, question. I watched the. Oh poll- no,
1: she won't. But she will indict you if you try to steal the election. In her state, that she's the attorney general of. Uh, no, I think you, she'll, as a grown-ass adult, she'll rise above the 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 tauntings of man-children. I think she'll just kind of brush it off because she's a grown-ass woman. But... Is she going to indict us? Uh, you think that... Trump was indicted for pettiness? Simply, oh, it's on the par with mispronouncing, deliberately mispronouncing somebody's name. No, he's a traitor and tried to steal the election. And he needs to be indicted for the sake of democracy and everyone who ever died for this thing. Everyone who ever gave their life ...for a free democratic society... ...is calling from their cold early graves... ...for justice. Yeah, I, it's right. Robin on the chat, it's childish. That's what they are. What do they bring to the table? What do they have? It's all ugliness. It's, uh, it's pettiness schoolyard bully little taunts. That's what they have. That's all they have. They don't have anything to offer. That's why they have to steal elections. That's why they have to be the tyrannical minority who receives fewer votes, who represent fewer people with a minority ideology. This country is in trouble because of the fact that it's set up to kiss the ass of this tyrannical minority that they don't, they really don't need, or excuse me, that's the wrong word. They don't deserve to be in the majority. They need to be a permanent minority. This is the truth. They were never meant to be a majority, they need to be put in a permanent minority, legally and peacefully. That's all they can handle. Tell me, again, I ask all, on the chat all the time, I ask for suggestions. Is there any society that is a conservative society that's successful for, you know, in general, a free, peaceful Modern society. Anybody? Anybody have any examples? Because I'd like to know. I'd like to learn. I don't see any uh, successful societies that are conservative societies. I see. Oh, what's a what's a conservative society? Pakistan, Afghanistan, Saudi Arabia. Right? Russia. Oh, they love Russia, though. They love Russia. <clears throat> Even though, I mean, they want to turn us into an oligarchy like Russia. Well, let's continue with Charlie because they have so much
0: to offer. I was up till 445 working on the stack last night, so I watched the full fanny Willis, and I will not call her Fanny, by the way. I'm the, <laughs> on the whole same Fonny way. Press company. <laughs> well, why is it that <laughs> Fanny Willis, Fanny, whatever? And people say, well, she doesn't have jurisdiction. Whose people? But what she people? does have something that's awfully help- helpful. <clears throat> she has the media. She's going to sure. be able to push the boundaries on sure this because the entire regime media is slobbering over Big Fanny Willis.
1: Wow. Big Fanny Willis. You know, that's misogynist, racist, childish.
0: Right here, this beautiful picture.
1: Look at his big head, too. You want to talk about big? Big head Charlie Kirk. Big big empty head. What do you bring? I mean, what? I don't get it, guys. I don't get it. What is so entertaining? It's like, who the hell? I, I mean, it's I feel like I'm watching some 14-year-old Twitch streamer who has nothing to say. They, they really don't have anything to say. I think it's sort of like they're um, simply validating each other's childishness and this is scintillating talk right they they have nothing to offer they're simply covering the ass of a con man who tried to steal the election by using childish taunts
0: of fanny willis yeah when i think of
4: <laughs> modern
0: beauty i think of fanny willis I think deep down, Fannie Willis or Fannie or whatever says, "Okay, yeah, this might get thrown out. But I'm going to scare the crap out of the entire conservative movement, slow down their activism, shut up their speech. I've already seen it. People are terrified,
1: terrified of stealing the election. I wish I wish they were terrified. Yeah. And I hope they get terrified. When they're locked the F up. And they need to be locked up. Oh, they terrified. They're such victims. You see, there he goes again, playing the victim card. Oh, we're so terrified of when we tried to steal the election, where, well, it's a continuing job, and now people are going to jail. They're going to jail for beating cops and attacking them with flagpoles sharpened into spears and zip ties, and bear spray, and cattle prods, you know, beating them with their own shields, dragging them down, saying, get his gun, get his gun, smushing them and crushing them indoors. Oh, it's so, it's horrible for conservatives. They're so terrified of the consequences of their actions. And I love when Trump, says when they if the the when they're coming after me they're coming after you. If they can do this to me, they can do this to you. Yeah. If you try to steal an election, yeah. I wish. I wish it happened sooner. That's the problem, because we had Merrick the Meek. And these fuckers thought they got away with it. In fact, according to The uh, Danish filmmaker who shot that footage of Roger Stone, he said that he was shocked. The filmmaker said that Roger Stone was shocked that he wasn't arrested on January 6th. Why wasn't he? This is the problem. These fuckers got away with it too long. They were able to regroup get their stupid podcast like Charlie friggin empty head, big headed Kirk. Look at that face. You want to talk about somebody's looks, Charlie? Have you, have you looked at yourself? It's incredible how, how horrible these people are. Oh, but it's not, it's not just him. This is a, a trend on the right. We know they like mispronouncing people's names because they're they're babies, they're childish, and it's not it's nothing new. Like here's uh, Senator David Perdue.
2: Kamala or what? Kamala or Kamala? 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 I don't know. Whatever.
1: Ha 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 You ever see a a a Democrat doing that? Uh, uh, anybody? Do we have any clips of Democrats? Exactly. <laughs> Haiku on the chat. Good grief, Charlie. He looks like Charlie Brown. He has the the hair, right? He's got that little curl. I don't know. Round head. It doesn't matter. He's, he's just a terrible person. Kamala, Kamala Lala, ba 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 ba. Ha! Oh, isn't that hilarious? The way you can't pr- pronounce somebody's name. Well, it's the basic level of respect to call somebody by their name. And Republicans can't muster that because they lack the fundamental maturity to function in a free democratic society. They're not even trying. Now, I know that I mangle people's names on this show sometimes, but I'm not doing it deliberately. And I'm not doing it to be a a child. I'm not doing it as uh, some kind of political discourse. When you're being charged with trying to overthrow the United States and your retort is calling somebody fanny i think you've already lost but what what are you arguing then what's your what are you standing on what's your what's your defense that's why trump is guilty they're all traitors so Trump tried to overthrow the government, or and the country, the, the democratic country, and uh, her name is Fanny. She's being charged by Fanny, uh, somebody who has darker pigment. That's something they hate. That's why Trump is out there with all his forget the dog whistles. He's out there with a the bullhorn, talking about riggers. Because what else do they have? These are the people who praise Hitler. They're outright praising Hitler. They're using Nazi tactics. God help this country if they get power. Now, they keep saying how we are trying to make it that... uh, So Trump, Trump can't run because... We are so afraid of him. I'm afraid he won't run. I want him to run. Because he's going to be smashed legally and peacefully into history's trash pile, and that's what has to happen. It's not going to be like 2016. No way. And with Trump on the ballot, the Republican Party will... Be um, t- taught a merciless lesson in the, in the coming election, legally and peacefully. Yes, it's the truth. He is the kiss of death, and I hope it's. I hope he's the nominee. He's a horrible person. I mean, there's, of course, I don't look forward to having to share the same air with him and having the corporate media nonstop on loop all the time talking about Trump and Trump did this Trump, you know, it never stops. It's so, it's so unbelievably oppressive. No wonder, you know, everyone is, uh, feeling on edge. I feel like can I get a minute without this trump right don't you feel that way too can I, can't we just get a minute without this scumbag like here's trumpy all the time on a, on loop there's a, there's so many stories going on except you know it never stops. Well, Charlie Kirk isn't the only one. Well, here's Marjorie Taylor Green, or perjury Taylor Green. Here's another one.
4: If you heard what Kentonji uh, Jacks, what is her name? Kentonji Brown, yeah. Jack. I don't know. Notice KBJ, how- KJB. Who knows what her name is? Kentonji. <laughs> she. She seriously. They want to change what our Constitution says about voting rights okay are you kidding me yeah
1: another of course uh, another episode in republican uh projection talking about voting rights they were i don't know what she was talking about there in particular but if the john lewis voting rights act had passed that's why the republicans were so terrified of it it would have eliminated gerrymandering as a thing and districts would be drawn by a nonpartisan commission or um, computer-generated. So they would be fair. And wouldn't that be wonderful? Because everybody says, oh, it has to be fair. But Republicans won't be able to hold on to their seats without gerrymandering perjury trader green included and the only thing that matters now in the uh, right wing is power they need to hold on to power the country can go to hell so here's uh kimberly gargoyle talking about um Fannie Willis.
5: We begin with breaking news out of Atlanta, where far-left district attorney Fannie Willis is expected to see more, than, see more see? than a dozen indictments against President Trump and others relating to the 2020 it's incredible. election. And get this. According to Reuters, <sighs> Fulton County prosecutors appear to have mistakenly posted a document appearing to detail several what of the to criminal charges before the document was taken down... Without explanation. And as far oh as we my know, God. this is all before is a the grand jury conspiracy. has even finished their proceedings. What how can the grand jury vote?
1: Can you believe that? I used to know that woman <laughs> It's incredible. She used to have a job on Court T V. Let me see if we can find her. That's how I knew her. Let's see. Kimberly She didn't look like uh, what she looks like now. She looks like a caricature of herself now. Like a spitting image puppet. You know, the puppets on that puppet show from England, spitting image. Let's see, Kimberly Gargoyle Court TV. See if I can find if there's any old clips of her on Core TV, but no. I'm looking back, looking back. I see her. The best is yet to come. Wow. Yeah she used to be a normal person. At least I thought so. That's when she was married to Gavin Newsom. She was normal. She was nice. She didn't look like a spitting image puppet. And, uh, she wasn't hor- a horrible person who said, uh, yeah, mispronounce people's. Oh, here she goes. Here we go.
2: Thymus. Without a thymus, you don't have T cells. Mm-hmm.
1: Dr. Maricini suggested that the CD three test that you ordered see. be done in this case.
5: Not to kill baby warrior. They there she is she almost
1: looks well, like a tomorrow human is
3: thanksgiving but will the Andreessen children be able to partake in this food driven holiday welcome back to both sides i'm kimberly guilfoyle Newsom. all of the Andreessen children were born at home and six years before Woya's death the Andresens all gradually progressed into the vegan lifestyle Jeez. now while some witnesses have testified that the children look like they were starving the defense says malnutrition did not kill baby Woya they say it was a birth defect and on the stand now is the medical examiner being cross-examined look she by the can defect. almost speak they like can't a find human signs too. signs of any birth defects let's listen
1: she almost acts normal what happened to her even the way she reads the teleprompter
3: suffering from malnutrition as well. So uh, how, how did you go about approaching this aspect of the case?
1: Well, uh, to underscore your point, not only were they not in the appropriate body weight, they were smaller than 999.
3: So ever, that there was anything wrong with baby boya because same time they're weaned, that they appeared the same in terms of their physical appearance.
1: Well, with regards to Incredible, right? Of- it's like, what the hell?
5: charges if prosecutors are already jumping the gun how can that it's be a crazy fair indictment what happened and of course this indictment is just as weak as it's the like rest if not weaker and the bias of the grand jury has been right out in the open you remember when the grand jury forewoman went wow. on a bazaar and giggling What's up
1: with the botox lady there comes a point where it's not working, you know? It's like George Santos is the same way. You know, he gets, he's got Botox and it it's absolutely ridiculous looking. But, and thank you for your super chat, Stephen Lee. Miss Tinfoil looks as though she's taken a number of hooks from her mouth. Yeah, it's sad. It's very bizarre. It's crazy, man. But th- also the way she speaks, too. That's what's so weird. Not just her horribleness.
5: We begin with breaking news out of Atlanta where far left district attorney Fannie Willis.
1: And the makeup? Who you really need all that makeup?
5: Document was taken down without explanation. Oh. And as faded she was to go after Donald Trump? Watch
2: want to hear from the former president. I wanted to hear from the former president,
1: but honestly... Oh, whatever.
5: ...sticks. And for exercising his First Amendment rights, apparently that is not okay in this country.
1: No, it's not okay. And everybody knows it's not why he's been indicted, not for his First Amendment rights, because he could be a filthy liar all day, every day. Uh, That's why on page one of the indictment... Jack Smith says this has nothing to do with Trump's lying. He could lie every day, all day. This is about his actions, but it doesn't matter. It's another example that they have nothing to stand on and they they know it. And all they have is, um, or are, how is it? Is it is, or is it are all they have are lies Lying to their dupes to get them incited to violence. And trust me, it's going to get worse because, just like I was saying, you know, they lack the immature, they lack the maturity to function in a free democratic society. They have nothing, they offer nothing. And, you know, here's, I see there's only eight minutes left in the show, but I wanted to show you. Here, uh, as far as maturity goes, the remember when Trump <laughs> remember when Trump squatted in the White House despite receiving fewer votes, and he was a petulant little child like everybody else in the Republican Party who would. Um, talk about red states and blue states like when covid was hitting if you take out the blue states there's hardly any death and he would be um uh he would be vindictive or he was vindictive towards blue states withholding um withholding government aid and whatnot to uh, communities that didn't vote for him. Well, you don't see that happening in, uh, when you have an actual president who isn't uh, a petulant child, and I'm talking about, of course, our great President Biden, who, where is it? Here we go. For example... And I say, oh, great, President Biden, because I know what it irritates them. (laughs) Well, I like to drink their tears, you know. No, I don't. I I want them to get help. I want them to, I want universal health care. So right-wingers can get the help they need instead of inflicting it on everyone else. So here um, from Yahoo, Yahoo Finance, some of America's poorest communities are landing clean energy projects worth billions. So in rural Mingo County, West Virginia, that's one of the poorest counties in America. Nearly one-third of its residents live below the poverty line. Only a third of the population is employed. And countless lives have been upended by opioid addiction. Now, we're talking about West Virginia, right? Red state in the heart of Appalachia. Appalachia. Wait, how many of these um, unemployed, opioid-addicted residents voted for Trump? If they voted. Of course they did. I'm sure they're sitting in their hovels with Trump flags outside, talking about liberal tears, drinking liberal tears. So, well... As the article goes, uh, this community in the heart of Appalachia scored a badly needed win this April when Adams Fork Energy and CNX Resources unveiled plans to build the nation's largest clean ammonia production facility in the community. The $3 billion project set to be located on on a reclaimed coal mining site is expected to support 2,000 construction jobs and generate an influx of tax revenue. This is just one example of a struggling community that has landed a major investment in clean energy since President Joe Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law exactly one year ago Wednesday. Now, how many times are they going to vote against their own interests How many times are they going to vote against their own demise? Because what do you want to bet? And I don't need to bet. We know the representatives of this community are Republican. And the senator, the senators are Republican. And they voted against the Inflation Reduction Act. But you better make sure, you better damn sure, that they will be um, touting the the jobs touting the investment that they voted against yeah the 750 billion dollar law the largest climate investment in u.s history helped spark a boom in private investment especially in clean energy electric vehicles and batteries most important many of these importantly of these clean energy projects are set to be built in communities that really need the help. And you're talking about in communities that didn't vote for President Biden, in the red states, which have higher poverty rates, that, have, that are actually in need of the help, that they continue to vote against their own demise. It's sickening. In Mingo County, just nine percent of the residents are college graduates. What do you want to bet? How many of them are Trumpansies? These communities are poised to reap huge benefits from a new investment, new plants that could bring people into the labor force who have left, who have been left behind. Two thirds. 65% of the announced investment in IRA-related sectors or in counties with above-average poverty rates and child poverty rates. Fayette County, Ohio, located about 40 miles southwest of Columbus, has a, poverty, a child poverty rate of 24.6%, well above the national average, which is 15%. So, how much longer are we going to have to deal with these morons? And why are they voting against their own demise? You know why? Because they're Fox News victims. And Vivek Ramaswamy is telling them that there's a tyrannical minority that's grooming their children. And these people are all American. You know, they hate gays like any other all-American Nazi but this has been going on forever. It's like that book what's the matter with Kansas? how much longer are these people gonna vote against their own demise when and and we're you know just gonna be like fine. You see how President Biden, he's not holding it against them, but I believe that Democrats should point it out. They need to constantly point it out. Why are you voting against your own demise? There's nothing wrong with making the party of personal responsibility. Take responsibility for their stupidity. Well, thank you for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you, Charlie, for your generous donations to the kiddies and to the show. We will win. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right, guys. I got to go get unconscious. Thank you, Jim. I hope you like the show. And thank you for hanging out. Sorry for the technical problems. But what else is new? Thank you guys for your super chats. If you can, if somebody can become a patron, that'll be nice. Patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And I will try to do a show during the week. Hopefully it won't be as crazy this week. And my, uh, I don't know. I need to do it for my mental health. So, alrighty. Guys, guys, guys. Let me get these. Cause I got these cats in the other room. I gotta take care of them. And I need to go to sleep. I'm tired. I need to get unconscious. My voice is going. Where's booty? cut. Alright, my friends. Thank you, Robin. High five. A little high five, peace and love. Thank you for your super chat right on the radar. And I will. I'll I'll keep you posted on uh, the kitties and everything else. And I will see you very soon. Thank you so much for hanging out.